Hello and welcome to another Surly Horns podcast. This is episode number nine. Got a good show for you lined up today. Black Lab, what do we have on Slate? Uh, looks like we're going to talk a little bit about last week's games, a big upset in the Big Ten, um, OU, TCU, and a few other uh, playoff implication games going on. Um, and then we'll talk about the uh, uh, boiling water here in Austin, uh, a few funny things out of that, and then um, some highly rated posts from last week, and then we'll preview next week's um, games, including the big uh, world's biggest cocktail party, Texas, Okie State, um, West Virginia Baylor was last night, and then uh, we will talk a little bit about the uh, playoff picture as well. Awesome! Can't wait to get started. So it's always it's always just a good week whenever Ohio State loses. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to start it off by saying fuck Ohio State and. That was great. I actually watched the game out at Lavaca Street Bar, and there was a couple. They were an older couple that were an Ohio State uh, couple, and they were rooting for the game. We were trying to watch the LSU game and, and um, the last NLCS game with the, the Brewers and Dodgers. And they were just they started off just like talking all this shit and like pushing people around and trying, you know, they were sitting at the bar and just like hogging three spaces because they're trailer trash. And then everybody at the bar kind of just turned on them (laughs) all at the same time. And then the game started just getting worse and worse and worse. And we ran them out of the bar. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Actually, left the bar uh yeah it was great they they just got dejected and yeah just that, that game had a it was, it was so weird i mean purdue actually really beat them down but the the whole the whole game the first half at least i was just like okay this is fun but ohio state's going to come back and win you know and and even into the third quarter i was like okay you know they're trading a touchdown or two and but i was thinking okay ohio state's going to wake up and, and run, run away, run or not, or catch up and, and win this thing. And Purdue just kept the hammer down and absolutely blew them out at the end. And you could tell in the fourth quarter that Ohio State just kind of gave up. And, uh, but I thought it was great. Uh, a lot of great moments in that game, just uh, they're running back. And then uh, the biggest disappointment for me was seeing more their freshman who was committed to Texas for a while and then ended up going to, Purdue mainly because his because uh, the coach at Purdue was his same went to the same high school so he had a connection there and he looked incredible I mean he was breaking tackles and uh, he did look uh, great. making uh, people look silly uh, getting around the corner with speed and then just plowing through people uh, and so it was like well, it's you know I think somebody joked on one of the threads about hey that was uh, Herman's secret plan to let him go to Purdue so that he could beat Meyer to get back at him, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> and, That's yeah, great. Mensa's, you know, two steps ahead of everybody. So five D chess. Yeah. Uh, so it was, I mean, I was, I enjoyed the hell out of that game, you know, fuck those fucking Buckeyes and everything. So it was, it was nice. And, and it definitely helped Texas in the, the big picture for, um, 
you know, playoffs as well. In the grand scheme of things, that was the biggest shift last week. There was, you know, there was a bunch of buys in the top 10 and, uh, you know, including Texas. And and to have that go down, if anything, I thought Michigan was going to have a hard time, which they did with Michigan State. But I thought maybe they were going to drop that game at Michigan State, and that was going to be kind of Texas's yeah, I, move up. I, that's where I thought the upset was going to be was Michigan, Michigan State. But that was one of those uh, Big Ten reigning, uh, nobody can hold on to the ball type games. And then once it cleared up a little bit, Michigan kind of ran away with it. And although the score was twenty-one-seven, it I don't think there was after Michigan scored twenty-one. I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's head that they won the game. You know, there's just Michigan State. Could have, but I mean, it took them so long to get there, though, before their offense was just generating absolutely nothing. And it was like a it was a punt battle of yeah. who could punt each other back the furthest yeah. um, and then who could recover the fumble inside the 40 and then do nothing with it. And then, you know, it was yeah, just, it was just, a, just a big mess. And then uh, OU TCU um, was kind of close there at the beginning. And then OU just ran away with it and absolutely crushed them, I think. Uh, TCU's having one of its down years, and I wouldn't be surprised if they end up four and seven or, or something at this point. They're uh, they just look like garbage. They're not looking like they're even yeah. going to get and, eligible. I mean, they they definitely yeah. could. Uh, you know, they only got one or two winnable games the rest of the year, so that yeah, they might not even make a bowl. And then uh, to add insult to injury, uh, Turpin gets arrested uh, after the game, and it turns out that he was arrested in New Mexico a while back, and TCU coaches claim to have no knowledge of that, and, and uh, which is kind of funny and ironic uh, how how Patterson negatively recruits you know every other school, and here he is kind of covering up and uh, you know doing their Baylor Junior impression of uh, you know letting thugs run free. But I gotta say, hats off to Patterson for kicking him off the team and uh, showing some resolve. Yeah, uh, immediately, immediately before he kicked him off the team. And the guy found out through Twitter. Yeah, so that, that's, <laughs> that's pretty low budget, you know, to do that. Uh, I mean, he even said it. He says he's going to find out through Twitter. I'm not even going to tell him. It's like, wow, that's that's not good for player morale, you know, because <laughs> he's got to have some buddies on the team, you know, that are going to think he did them wrong. And uh, I don't know. It's just I think TCU's turning into a giant shit show, and I think we provided the. You know, the real, well, I mean, they lost to OSU before the week before Texas, but I think Texas really drove that home that, uh, or I mean, started that that slide, and it's just gone gone downhill ever since. Tech Tech beats them, and then OU beats them. So yeah, just well, I mean, they can't they can't even buy a complete pass right no, now. No, and that they, yeah, you know, switch quarterbacks. They can't yeah. catch the ball. They can't do really anything. They're not generating any type of offense. It's really kind of a shame because their defense is still, I mean, it's still, other than Texas, one of the, the better defenses in the Big 12 right now. I think Iowa State, Iowa State, Texas, and TCU, all really stout defenses. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely one of the top defenses in the Big 12. And uh, just kind of, you know, as a Texas fan, you know, my uh, Schroedenfreude of uh, seeing TCU falter is just, it's just kind of making me giddy. <laughs> so, so for the last four years of losing to him. So what other what other big games happened last week? Um, I'd say I mean Washington Oregon was a big game. They you know with the uh, game day going there and you know they've been 
carrying that damn flag around to game day for like 50 years or something. It's and 13 years. It start, it. I didn't know that it started in Austin. The lore behind that, oh, I, really? I was not aware that it started, that streak started in Austin last time game day. Yeah. yeah 13 um, years ago. And, and then apparently I didn't even remember which game it was at, but apparently the popcorn guy, you remember the popcorn guy? I remember. Just kind of sitting there in the rain and dumping a bag of popcorn on his head, eating it. So can the surly sleuths track down popcorn guy? Yeah. So the uh, they did a story on that, and they tried to find him, and they couldn't find him. But that guy was at Washington State uh, a few years ago, five years ago or so. And then uh, Washington comes out and blows away Oregon. You know, and uh, the game wasn't even close. It was twenty-seven nothing at halftime, and uh, Oregon came a little back to twenty-seven seventeen. But you know, just Washington pulled away at the end. But uh, Washington's, you know, they lost to uh, USC and a controversial calls, and uh, they're looking like they might win the North of the the Pac-12. And they, right. they look like they're going to win the whole thing this year. The Pac-12 champs under yeah. Mike Leach. Yeah, who, that would be uh, great. I don't know if anybody caught the Mike Leach tweet that that just came out, but Mike Leach is uh, talking about everybody, including softball. Uh, being able to do a playoff better than the NCAA Division One <laughs> football—that's great. Yeah, That's it's it's a shame that pirate. yeah we only have four teams in the playoff, and if Washington wins the big the Pac-12, you know they definitely deserve a shot to uh, you know go to the playoffs. Right now they're ranked 25th, and it's going to be a long road. But if they win out, I mean they should be right up there. Uh, so we'll see what happens with them. They got a few few tough games coming up, so. And then Washington is, is looming uh, large as well. Yeah. So how about this this week um, with the Baylor-West Virginia game? Because you got to keep an eye on West Virginia to see what they're up to. They're still up there in the rankings, you know, number 13, I think, right now. They're going to yeah. probably move up in the polls after the, the impression that they left, you know, fuck-stomping this Baylor team. Yeah, that was a, a beatdown of epic proportions. I I'd forgotten the game was on. I turned it on and it's already like 14, nothing. And then it just got worse from there. And Baylor was never really in it. They uh, end up switching quarterbacks. Brewster is one for eight with a couple interceptions to start the game. It's like, where, where was that Brewster last week? And wow, but those, those interceptions were some freak interceptions and mostly his receiver's fault. I will, I will defend the guy yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and then Baylor's defense just, you know, looked, Got like garbage and it just upsets me. I mean, so did West Virginia's. Um, I, it's not to say that you know Baylor was playing awesome, but West Virginia had a few gimmies, a, a, a couple of really good heads up plays, but it did get to you know West Virginia couldn't make a field goal to save their life at the beginning of that game. Uh, but the the defenses in that game were just non-existent. It was like the, the coaches had some agreement <laughs> or unspoken rule that we're just going to run up and down the mm-hmm. field and whoever can catch the most balls um, or do the tip drill the best is just going to run away yeah. with this game. Yep. Um, and then also coming up this week, the world's biggest cocktail party, which for the first time in uh, several years actually has both of them in the top 10. Yeah, relevance? Yeah, somewhat relevance. <laughs> um, you know, number... Uh, number seven against number nine in the AP. So you know, there's some some uh, uh, relevance to it. The uh, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Georgia looked like ass against LSU, and Florida managed to beat LSU. And uh, Florida, you know, somehow lost to Kentucky, which is incapable of throwing a forward pass. So 
you know, I don't know which, which teams are going to show up, but that should um, be in the, whatever team wins that it's in the driver's seat for the SEC East to get stumped, fuck stomped by Bama in the championship game. So that should be interesting. Yeah. I'm, and then I'm really, I'm really just wondering which of those teams, because they've shown, like you're saying, the SEC this season has just been a very strange conference uh, with the exception of Alabama, who has just come out and run everybody out of the stadium. It, it really has been a bunch of slap fights. Yeah, it has. It really has. The it's it's like there's yeah, there's definitely a number one, and then there's a couple teams you know above the uh, the fold, maybe LSU, Florida, mm-hmm. Georgia, but then everybody else is just in a big blob in the middle. You know, Auburn isn't doing as good as people thought. Mississippi schools aren't doing very good. South Carolina was supposed to be halfway decent this year. They suck. Um, Kentucky kind of came out of nowhere, somehow is still ranked 12th, somehow still only has one loss, the lost to A&M. And uh, they play the Missouri. The Texas week. Aggies are uh, – Yeah. And then, yeah, Aggies knows? in the middle yeah. of that that blob in the middle. And, uh, you know, there's probably not a whole lot of difference between third and 10th in the SEC right now. You know, oh, any of those no, teams that's, beat each that's other. parody. It's parody, yeah, Black it's parody. Lab. It's parody. They're, the, they're, they're clearly just, far and away the best conference. It's not the offenses are awful. Those seven three games are the incredible defenses. You know, so I, I will say this: that most of the offenses in the SEC right now are completely one dimensional. Mm-hmm. It seems like whatever scheme that they're married to, they're just married to. And if they just happen to have a really shitty matchup, uh, just tough shit, you're not going to score much. It just so happens that some of these matchups are um, the counter on defense to the offense and then the counter on defense to the offense on the other side as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of, kind of strange. And you know, you'd think they'd, they'd be able to find a dozen guys who could throw a football around, you know, <laughs> throughout the South, but apparently they can't. So playoff picture, you know, there's, there's one big change last week. Um, Ohio state drops from number two to number 11, moving Texas up a notch. And then if we look at the, you know, top 25, um, we got, you know, Alabama still up there, Clemson, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, all in the top, uh, top few. And then Texas is is right behind there. So right there, number six, all the pundits hate Texas. I know, it's so funny. Texas has uh, less than 10% chance to make the playoff, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's bizarre seeing, uh, well, it's. It was kind of weird. It must be the water. It must be the water that we need to yeah, that, if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, something else too. The It's so funny how uh, – well, I live in the western part of Travis County, unincorporated, so I have a, a mud. And we actually had a boil last Friday for a couple hours, but then they took it off. So we, we were under a thing. But reading all the – reading the thread on the Austin boil water is just hilarious. And uh, – I just, you know, it's it's really funny to me because there's mass hysteria over um, what am I going to do? How am I going to get water? <laughs> uh, we we are starting to get there now um, with the rain yesterday and the the you know that we're depleting the supply and whatnot. But you know, the, the, there's the boil um, water thread, and then there's the city of Austin circus thread. And I would recommend going and reading both over the last week to really get a full picture of kind of what's going on and how much of a clown yeah. show it is 
for the city of Austin to like not provide millions of people with clean drinking water. But a uh, funny story that some of you may have caught in the, in the boiling water thread after I so graciously put a step-by-step tutorial on how to boil water. Uh, <laughs> definitely add ice afterwards to, to consume immediately. But my wife, we actually live out in unincorporated Hayes County out West. And I do have access to the, the city of Austin and, and their water supply outside of my house. But because uh, I am who I am, I have a, a well. And so my wife filled a big stock pot full of water and was already boiling it. And then she decided to give me a call and she was like, Hey, do I even need to be doing this because we have a well? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Just get water straight from the source. It's totally okay. Wow. That's awesome. That is why we spent the many thousands of dollars on our water treatment system. Um, yeah, my, my white people problems are, uh, you know, having gone to loopy tortilla, lupe tortilla on, uh, whatever day that was and, uh, having a, drink a canned Coke, uh, there. And then they only had fajitas and queso on the menu. So we had to have fajitas and queso. They didn't have anything else. Wow. And then yesterday went to lunch at Arby's and they, I had to go next door to the gas station, get a Coke and to eat with my, to drink with my Arby's because they couldn't, couldn't serve fountain drinks. So well, I'll give some props to, uh, the league out here in Belterra village then because they had everything going except for soda guns. Wow. So full menu, they went forward with this awesome German themed dinner that they had, um, scheduled. They did give me a can of Dr. Pepper because they didn't have anything in, in the guns, but they even made ice from water wow. that they boiled. That's a lot. So full on cocktail menu. Yeah. Everything was, was on the menu. And then they, they had plenty of, um, reclaimed, uh, rainwater uh that they were serving in water bottles that's nice yeah yeah so shout out to them all right so texas okie state so i'm really starting to wonder what which team is going to show up you know the second half tcu and usc games first three quarter ou game i'm still wondering i'm still wondering which quarterback it's gonna be sam he's he's fine yeah uh I've heard from a few people was out drinking the other night when somebody was there that's very well connected and said, Hey, he's good. Good to go. So I think, awesome. I think he's, he's good to go. Um, the, uh, the injury really can't be, um, won't be affected, um, by him playing. It should be just a matter of, uh, pain tolerance, you know, that if he, he can stand the pain, it should be fine. So, um, and, and apparently he's thrown, you know, 75 balls a day the last couple of days without, without much of an issue. So throwing 30 or 40 shouldn't be a big deal at the game. All right. Let's not throw any interceptions this game either. Yeah. Let's, let's keep that alive. So if Sam plays, I think, I think we should be able to handle, handle pretty easy. I'm thinking, you know, 30 low thirties for Texas and low twenties for, uh, Okie state. Um, if Sam doesn't go, then I could definitely see, uh, you know, twenty four twenty type game that we pull out with uh, Bouchel going. I don't know what um, I put my prediction in the score thread. I think that uh, my prediction was closer to twenty nine twenty seven in uh, what I was thinking. 
I think it's going to be within a field goal, and and Okie State is either going to we're you know going to have to stop Okie State on the last drive, or Texas is going to run out the clock again. I it just seems like that's the game that Texas is playing. Yeah, and I'm hoping that I would not be shocked if that's the case. You know, the it seems like we play the level of our competition every week, so you know, doing that with Oklahoma State would not be surprising. But you look at Oklahoma State's schedule over the last you know, a couple weeks and who they played and how they've done. And it's like, they're just not that good. You know, um, they, uh, they lost to tech 41, 17. They lost, or they beat KU 48, 28. They lost ISU 48, 42. They lost to Kansas state, uh, 31, 12. So the last four games, you know, other than Kansas who everybody should beat, you know, they haven't looked good playing tech ISU or KSU. And so, and those are some high scores on the, in those losses. Yeah. So I think if Texas can get the offense machine going, uh, the Texas defense is, I mean, they, like I said, they're, they're the real deal. Yeah. Top three defense in the Big 12. Definitely top, um, you know, statistically, they're, I think, the, in the top 25 defenses in the NCAA. But that's playing in the Big yeah. 12 where you've got a lot of these high-flying Edge to edge offenses, which you know inflate a little bit of that stat line. Yeah. I um, haven't watched, but I think that yeah. I haven't watched any of their games. But I was reading about uh, somebody who had went through their games and watched the quarterback throws a lot of floating deep balls. So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and predict Stearns has at least one interception on this game. You, you going? You going over under on one and one over? Yeah, or yeah, I'll over, over. over a point five. Yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah. Stearns. Yeah, I, I I'd put it over too. I think Texas gets uh, multiple takeaways. Oh yeah, I think Texas get multiple takeaways, and I think, but I I'm saying Stearns will have at least one interception uh, for the game. So maybe they'll just stop throwing his way and get a little bit one dimensional. That'd be yeah. Great. Um, it should be interesting to see what they see there, see what they show, or what they do because you know they have been having a little bit of quarterback controversy. Definitely a huge drop off for them this year. Uh, from their quarterback last year. And there's a lot of uh, rumbling at, at OSU to get the freshmen that they're trying to redshirt into the games. And so it should be interesting to see which quarterback we end up seeing. Um, the one that's starting right now is six foot six, 250 pounds and mobile as a statue. So, um, so the, the big fatty. Yeah. Big guy. And, you know, so the defensive lineman should be able to tee off, on passing downs and not even worry about um, spying or anything. And so we should be able to you know, loosen up the defense and not worry about the quarterback running and just cover and, and rush. And so I think um, this defense really does well against uh, not so mobile quarterbacks. And uh, I think it does really well against air raid type teams. So I think we're going to shut them down. Look at last year, you know, they only scored what 14 points. Um, yeah, I will give a shout out to um, the, the tons of Oklahoma State fans that have been posters here and on the previous communities for a while, showing up pretty strong in, and even arguing with each other in the game thread yeah. already. I know. That, that thread's already 10 pages, I think, or longer. Yeah, nothing's funnier than seeing two fans of a rival team posting on your message board arguing about how bad they suck. Um <laughs> <laughs> And then everybody that and yeah, I've been it's funny because the 
uh, UT, uh, the regular or the UT fan posters are like, no, you guys don't suck that much. And they're like, no, we suck really bad. So um, it's, it's just kind of funny because it's the exact opposite of what you think, you know, that, um, but yeah, the, there's gotta be what four or five regular posters uh, from Oki state and all of them I've enjoyed very much enjoyed over the last couple of years. They do add to the board and it's nice. And, you know, along with a few of the tech posters and uh, a few other people, you know, they definitely make the board a better place. Oh yeah, definitely. There's some good quality yeah. posters. And I gotta there. say, I've been to, I've been to um, Stillwater probably about, I think seven or eight times over the last 20 years and never had a bad trip. I've always enjoyed it. Um, that town is, you know, uh, a pl- fun place to get drunk and have a good time. And, uh, the people are just, you know, friendly and nice and never really had a bad, bad issue with them. And I think our, our common hatred for OU really bing, uh, bonds us together. Um, oh, definitely. So, you know, I, I have no, nothing but respect for, for Oki state and their fans and, uh, Hopefully we can beat him uh, Saturday. So, so um, talking about uh, other fans from other schools, getting to the leaderboard this week, one of the top-rated posts was actually from an alumnus of Appalachian State. Appalachian State breaking into the top 25 for the first time ever. Uh, and then, you know, this guy's like, I, I'm stunned. I can't believe it. And he posts and and – uh, you know, all the pause rep coming his way. Yeah. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah, that is nice to see. Um, yeah, we are friendly to other fan bases as long as they're not belligerent jackasses uh, when they come to the board. So, um, And then there's some good funny shit uh, this week as well. Uh, there's a thread. Jerry Jones want Jeff, wants Jeff Bezos to buy the Seattle Seahawks. And then Radical Larry posts, I want Jeff Bezos to buy the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> No, <laughs> I think it's great. That's so and great. then, uh, and then MD most in the coach Herman press conference thread, you look at Oklahoma state over there and it's just all about the tradition of Mike Gundy having a haircut that says he's business in the front and party in the back. The good old mullet. The mullet. Yeah. So anybody that can still in 2018 have a mullet. I mean, know. he rocks it. He looks good in that mullet, man. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. I mean, he owns it, you know. He absolutely owns it, and it's almost the ten-year anniversary of being a man. Yeah, God damn, that was that ten years that ago. Was, yeah, he's he's now fifty. He's a man. He's, sure. one those, he's one of those coaches that um, I don't think Oklahoma State's going to realize how good he is until he's gone. You know that um, to achieve the success that they've had there over the last ten years. Um, I don't know if their fans really appreciate it because, you know, it's kind of a backwater. It's probably, it's hard to recruit to. You look at their recruiting rankings and they're always terrible, but by God, that guy always has a wide receiver or two that's going to the NFL. He always has a decent running back. His quarterbacks are, you know, always average above average. I mean, it's just, just amazing what he's pulled off there. And I'm kind of shocked he's never left, you know, for greener pastures after getting, in the arguments with uh, T Boone and other shit that, you know, at some point he's going to say, fuck it and leave. But then again, being an alumni there, you know, he definitely wants to stick around. So um, it should be interesting to see if he ever ends up going anywhere else. And then what's going to happen to OSU after he leaves, you know, are they going to go through the, uh, you know, 10 years of drought like uh, Texas is right now, or 
or what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you bring that up because over the last 10 years, Texas not faring so well against Okie State. No, uh, uh, six and, or two and, or the last eight years, two and six, I think. Yeah. One thing I saw. Um, no es bueno. No, it's probably worse than any other team other than like TCU, I think. Um, yeah. Or maybe Kansas State, but I actually beat Kansas State a few times the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, that's got to be, this has to be the worst, you know, eight year period in Texas Okie State history because we didn't lose to him for like 14 years in a row uh, before that. So we kind of had their number and then they, then they've had ours. And um, there was an interesting stat where the, the home team had, didn't win for like four or five years in a row. And, uh, but now it's, um, Okie state broke that, uh, uh, last year or two years ago. And, uh, now we'll see what happens, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, Win or lose for both teams, I think there's one thing they can agree on, and that's fuck OU. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's always a, a funny thing about when you go there to Stillwater. There will be dozens and dozens of OU people there. You know, obviously married to somebody that's an Okie State fan or something, but you know, there's a ton of those people. Just like you know, you go to you go to a Baylor game at you know Texas goes to Baylor, and there's a bunch of Aggies there always, but. Um, yeah, so it's kind of funny. There's a bunch of OU people and then they'll walk by the tailgate and everybody, everybody will boo the Texas fans and Okie State fans. So yeah, definitely a common bond there. Speaking of tailgates. Yes. Tell me uh, more. I hear there's a rumor going around that Surly may be having a yes, tailgate which, for the West, West Virginia. Virginia. Okay. And then what, uh, where's it going to be? So it is going to be 15th in Colorado. 15th in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're going to be teaming up with uh, 4th and 18 and his crew. Shout out to him for giving us an invite. And we should uh, be fully stocked up on 20 cases of various Shiner beers. Um, Republic Tequila is a sponsor. So be sure to have a margarita or two. And then uh, 4th and 18 says they for sure definitely have coconut rum for the girl. <laughs> so bring your wives, get them drunk. Um, I, there will be a smoker there. Uh, I am going to bring um, some extra smoked meats. There's going to be fajitas. It should be a really good time. So even if you just drop by on the way to the stadium from parking or if you know, you're going to stop by either before, during, or after your tailgate, uh, we'd love to come see you. We're going to have a banner up. Uh, we haven't decided on on what yet, but it should be pretty easy to find us. And uh, is it, has the game time been announced for that game yet? It is guaranteed to be after. Uh, it's not an 11. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's guaranteed 2.30 or 6. Um, so um, should be good. Uh, I might even smoke a brisket or two. Um for that as well, maybe make some ribs and, uh, but I'll definitely. Hey, how about this? How about this? We each smoke a brisket and we have a brisket taste off. That sounds great. Perfect. (laughs) All right. We hope to see everybody out at the tailgate. Um, again, thanks fourth and 18 and his crew for supplying some of the booze. Uh, and then, you know, we'll bring some food and, and the fun. Yep. All right. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks, Black Thanks. Lab. Thanks, everybody.